because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. I smoke my stogie anywhere I want. I don't have to find a hideout place like you. <laughs> What's up, all you ticket heads? Thanks for hey. clicking on our second March Madness bracket episode. We wanted to put out a uh, Super 16 or Sweet 16 bracket to give all those who didn't listen to our first cat, first podcast another shot to win some money. I am joined uh, by both my husbands, Dean and Mikey. How are hey. we doing? We're, we're married. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tell yeah. me what you've won lately, man. I know we've all had a pretty good tournament so far. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I've won so much, I don't even remember what I've won. I honestly, I, I don't think I'm doing super well in brackets just because I try to be a little too contrarian and, and stuff like that. But straight up, I mean, I've, I've hit some great ones. I've had just having a great time uh, live betting, especially. I know yeah, me and a couple of friends have been hitting those, those live markets hard. I know, Dean, you're a big live guy as well. Oh, yeah, same here. Uh, my brackets, I, I think I've reached a little bit too much for um, some upsets. Uh, still not over the New Mexico State missed wide open three that he airballed by like 15 feet. I actually had New Mexico State going to <laughs> yeah. 16, which was um, much to my chagrin. But yeah, in my actual bets, I've been doing really good, um, I, including a four in one day that I had in a round robin, won a ton of money on that. Yeah, man. Dude, absolutely. That's uh, that's where it's at. Uh, we have a couple of games. This will probably be a quick one, 15, 20 minutes maybe. Oh, uh, maybe on your, your commute to work or what have you. I got like maybe three or four that I want to talk about. You guys are sharp, so I'm sure you have uh, some similar games. I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm going to just start it off if you don't mind. My first play initially right off the bat for a Thursday night game, uh, I got Tennessee. I was able to get Tennessee money line over Purdue. This is a fade of Purdue. I think I'm catching a couple extra points here because Purdue played super well, obviously on the the big old national stage, um, and they they you know they won by 30. And Tennessee has been kind of disrespected since they lost their one seed. I think we're catching Tennessee a little low. They are super physical. Um, they kind of let Iowa back in the game last week, and so the uh, the public mindset will tell you, well, Joe, Purdue looks awesome. Tennessee looks horrible, and that's kind of exactly why. I am playing Tennessee because I'm literally going to be getting an extra two or three points. I'm looking at uh, the line right now. It's already Tennessee minus one and a half. So I was able to get Tennessee money line mm. two, maybe three days ago, um, literally right after the game, uh, the Tennessee game went totally live when we figured out they were playing Purdue uh, that night. So yeah, that, that, that's my first play. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I don't know if you have any Thursday night games, but just hit me with it, man. Yeah, exactly. I really like the the fact that you bring up uh, Tennessee right off the get-go. Uh, Carson Edwards has been playing out of his mind. Of course, he's the leading scorer from Purdue. He's actually second in all of the NCAA in points per game, and that's because he takes 100,000 shots per game. Yeah. Um, I believe I believe he dropped, what, 42 against Villanova? Yeah, he made, um, I think, eight or nine threes. Yeah, so honestly, Joe, I like your handicap because he's obviously going to come back down to earth. Or at least we would hope so. I mean, I actually picked Old Dominion to upset them in the first round. Of course, that right. was a little bit of a reach. I wasn't expecting to win that one. But I just wanted to get away from Carson Edwards and the Boilermakers as much as I can. Uh, my only handicap about Tennessee is that, like you had mentioned, they let teams back in. And 
they do get disrespected. They were number one for a couple weeks in the middle of the year. They're number two seed in the tournament. And like you had said, no one's really talking about them or picking yeah. them to go far. So, yeah, you're completely right. You can get them really low. But the only concern that I have is that um, they did just play an overtime game after playing uh, their first two. There were at times where Colgate even kept them close. So my yeah. my only concern about Tennessee is that uh, that let-up factor. And honestly, I don't really like them coming from behind. So the key to the game is going to be making sure that they keep Purdue in front of them. Yeah, if they can stay physical too, that would really help. Purdue has that giant man who's 7'3". Arms. But he's not – yeah, I was going to say, I'm not really super scared of that guy, but the height obviously matters. Also, one yeah. last quick fact about Tennessee, considering this is probably my favorite play or mm-hmm. maybe my 1A, 1B play. Um, they have – if you guys have checked their wins and loss record, their worst loss was against Auburn. Obviously, we probably all saw that. That was the game where uh, – I think it was the SEC semis, actually. And if yep. you take away that game, their only losses are to, like, Kentucky on the road – um, mm-hmm. Auburn on the road again. Like, there's just, it's all conference and it's all road. I also think they lost to Tennessee. And, like, yeah. I, I think that's it. I think I mentioned all four or five of their losses. Wait. Oh, you mean uh, Kentucky? Yeah, yeah. So they lost to Tennessee. Maybe it was a split squad. Also, people are also forgetting that they, uh, they beat Gonzaga early in the year. So, I mean, Gonzaga right, ran right. through the West Coast Conference or whatever their silly conference is called. Uh, so, <laughs> They might be overrated as well. but The I mean, West Coast Conference. That's definitely not it. But that's okay. We don't care. It might be. That's all right. Hey, look it up before you, uh, before you look it up, nerds. disparaging me like that. <laughs> and I really like the, the fact that you bring up the home road splits. Uh, just a little fun fact. Games being played in Louisville, which is almost halfway between West Lafayette, where is uh, Purdue is in Indiana, and Nashville, Tennessee. So very yeah. neutral, as neutral as neutral gets. Um that's fine by me. I'll take Tennessee in a neutral. It, basically, it's just straight up then. Who's mm-hmm. the, and if we're at money line, like I got it. I, I'm to tell you the truth. I might have got it at a half. I don't even remember. I was just so giddy. But uh, <laughs> neutral, neutral field. And I don't mean to spend so much time on this game. We'll be mm-hmm. done as soon as I finish this. Neutral field and neutral just points. I, I don't think. How, how can you not like just the better team here? So it says pick them as pick them gets. Yes, absolutely. Hit me Are, with something new, boys. I've done a lot of talking already. Yes, you have. <laughs> I think my favorite play of the weekend here, or not the weekend, but Thursday. Uh, actually, not sure if it's on Thursday or Friday. I like um, Virginia Tech with the points to yeah, that's Friday um, over Duke. Um, I don't expect them to win just because I mean Duke's such a juggernaut where they're going to be really tough to beat. But I do expect them to cover. Uh, they're very good at um, forcing opponents to take threes, and we know that uh, Duke struggles with the three. Um, they would like to get inside with, obviously, I mean, how could you not like to get inside with a guy like Zion? Um, yeah, yeah. And some of their other pieces as well. But um, I really expect this game to be closer than everybody thinks. Uh, people are sleeping on Virginia Tech, especially with uh, with Justin Robinson coming back. They, uh, he's mm-hmm. way more valuable to this team than everybody seems to uh, be accounting for. Oh, absolutely. And if you guys uh, call back to our first NCAA tournament episode, I actually um, – have Virginia Tech as one of my major dark horses. I do have uh, one of my secondary brackets with them beating Duke and um, going to the finals as kind of like a a thing of grandeur. So everything in that side is uh, working out perfectly. The only thing that kind of scares me is that Duke had an emotional win, kind of keeps their feet to the fire a little bit. Um, 
I, I love Virginia Tech. Listen, I mean, they're, they're 2-0 against the spread in the tournament so far. Duke, of course, had that non-cover on, what was that, Saturday or Sunday? Um, the only thing is the line's at 7. I really think that some public money is going to come out on Duke. They're going to see what happened with Zion. They're going to be like, oh, this guy's amazing. Maybe some people are, are just getting to that table. and going, I okay, totally well. agree. That's such a good point, dude. So if you like Virginia Tech, you might want to wait. You could get it at maybe like 8.5, depending on if uh, the public squares really juice this up a little bit. Yeah, Duke is usually one of the most bet on teams. Uh, they're kind of like the Cowboys in football, or the, uh, just a big fan uh, fan base. So the public likes to take them um, with the points. You might be, it's, I think it's seven right now. You might be able to get up to eight at some point uh, when it comes closer to game time. Yeah, and that's Dude, one that I'm definitely going to star and wait on, see what the public uh, could get for me. Um, we're we're all mentioning our best bets. Uh, I'm just going to go right out and get mine out there. I like Michigan State against LSU right now the line's at six um it moved from five to six already uh Michigan State's actually ranked third in adjusted efficiency margin which is what a lot of uh the pundits to determine the top 25 actually look at that's on kenpom.com so Michigan State actually based on these rankings are they're better than Duke and they're better than some of these other teams uh, I think mm. they're only second behind Virginia and um someone else anyway North <laughs> Carolina maybe yeah, so Michigan State's third in the nation, according to Ken Palm. LSU, of course, they don't have a coach. I've been fading them all tournament. I believe they had two straight non-covers, or uh, what was their line? Over I the think weekend? it might have been two straight pushes, depending on what you got it at. That's right, yeah, because um, the LSU line was at two, and they won by exactly a bucket. Um, yeah. So LSU hasn't really looked very strong. Michigan State, if we're um, using the national rankings, they should be miles ahead of LSU without a coach best bet is that if you get the points at five to seven anything above that i think is a little bit too high as you guys could see um a lot of these long spreads unless it's like abilene christian versus kentucky a lot of these long spreads aren't really hitting so you're going to generally want to stay away from some of these double digit ones and that kind of extends over to the nit and um all the other tournaments that are going on right now so just something to bear in mind that maximum motivation for everyone right now you maybe don't you you may be Around this time of year, you're going to want to shy away from the the nine and a half versus tens. Definitely, I think we're coming out of the gates hot here, boys. Because I'll tell you what, this was going to be my last like. I think I got like three or four total. Dean, mm-hmm. you hit on all the points, man. Six is uh, it's way too low here. I can't believe it's at six, especially after the way Michigan State's been playing. I mean, you, you literally said it all. I don't have anything else to add. That was definitely going to be uh, one of my best plays. Oh, definitely. Mike, and the, Mike the do you have anything to? Uh, really quick, the winning ticket stat boys have got on. It's Virginia, Gonzaga, then Michigan State, and then Duke. Ah, nice. So, sorry, forgot about Gonzaga. No, no, dude, totally. <laughs> Everyone forgets about Gonzaga. Right? <laughs> so hey, trivia, that's three trivia good questions plays already, guys, man. Trivia question. You guys know where Gonzaga is? It's, it's in Washington, right? California? <laughs> you know, do you know the uh, town in Washington? Oh, is it Spokane? It is Spokane, dude. All right. You know, geography. You know, you're, we're talking geography. We're talking. <laughs> That's, geography. dude. Love it, man. Ooh. That's because I'm a huge Adam Morrison fan. I, I really caught fire with Gonzaga <laughs> back in that tournament. So I, I kind of looked it up before. No, but yeah, that, he was at the, uh, he was at the Gonzaga game. Did you see that? I did. That's why they won. He, yeah, he, was, <laughs> he looked way cleaner than he used to. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be my uh, this was my 1B as I mentioned earlier I had a 1A and a 1B mm-hmm. I already have uh, this one as well so these are the first two that I took I want to save these for the show before I revealed them I got the over in Oregon, Virginia at 119 it's strictly going to be a math play Virginia uh, will score 70 this game 
They've scored a roughly 70 there uh, so far in the tournament. Oregon has scored over 70. Uh, they've put up 73 and 72. Um, it's at 119. I'm jumping all over this over. Wisconsin also slows the ball, uh, slows their their tempo down. So Oregon. when, no, 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 let me, dude, oh, I am sorry. always I'm right. Sorry. I'm always hey, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't okay. Because I was going <laughs> to lead into something here. W- Wisconsin always, uh, they slow down their tempo. Oregon is supposed to be super slow. And that game went over. And they, Oregon still put up 73 or 72 points, I forget what it was, against Wisconsin. So I know that there might be a f- uh, not too many possessions here, but I really don't care. At 119, all, all we need is like a 68 59 and that's um mm-hmm. i'm i'm hammering that or one you know, team to come out hot and then the, let's just say they run out to 20 points in the first eight to ten definitely. minutes then Dude, already absolutely. that's going to match the other team's pace yeah also the spread so on the team it. is what eight and a half so i mean if it's, if yeah. it's a relatively close game late if say it's a five point game there's going to be a ton of fouls uh oh my like gosh a ton. previously in the tournament so yeah i like that a lot actually and one one last uh quick note here kyle guy has been completely off so you're basically betting on him to finally bounce back if lebron has two back-to-back nine point games do you want to take him in the third game yeah absolutely every time and you'll continue to take him until he actually produces not that kyle guy is lebron but i'm going to be betting on them to bounce back a little bit i think they're going to come out hot instead of coming out flat like they have before i think this is an easy over yeah, I actually have some uh, inside the numbers on that. Um, so I'm going to go right out and spoil it. I got Oregon as my like to um, cover the 8.5, like Mikey had said. This is another one that I'm going to star and wait because I feel like the public's going to get that up a little bit more. Maybe I could catch another point. But I like 8.5 mainly because of what you said with Kyle Guy. Um, he's 3 for 20 from the f- three-point line in his last three games. Virginia's 1-2 and two against the spread since. Now, we're all remembering that game against Syracuse where he lit it up, had, I think, nine threes. I think he was nine of 11, and they mm-hmm. beat Syracuse by 36 when it was only like a nine-point spread. So, Joe, I really I, I really like your handicap that he is going to kind of catch it back a little bit. But let's look at Oregon really quick. They're scrappy, after, and even after losing Bull Bull, who is their seven-foot-eight center, uh, Manute Bull's son, he's a complete <laughs> wiry dude. They have a couple five-star recruits, but I was actually surprised – to hear that, um, they have their their main their main guys aren't even their five star recruits. though. they have this guy Wooten leads the NCAA in blocks per game. Pritchard is a, a scrappy white kid. He looks like you know the mm-hmm. type of kid that would drive a BMW to school and blast future. Um, looks real real <laughs> annoying, punchable face, but very good at basketball. He could shoot the three. He kind of match. And honestly, guys, if you if you watch the game against um, oh, their shit, last game. Play. Yeah, if you watch the last game, um, they actually came out in the second half. Gave Irvine. Up, you know, yeah, that's it. You you see Irvine. They gave up an 18-0 run, and then they've just pressed. And literally, their press, full-court press was amazing. I really like Pritchard. I like Wooten, and their five-star recruit, Kenny King, is um, really good. So I think that they have enough star power to match them. And if Bull Bull didn't get hurt, he was averaging 21 points a game. If he didn't get hurt, then Oregon, we're, we're talking they could be like a four or five seed. So right, right. they're getting a 12. I don't really think they're a true 12. I, I Depending on it, it, how the season shaped out, they could have been a lot better than that. So I like Oregon to cover the points, but of course I'm going to wait on that. I'm not really super excited about eight and a half. I'm hoping to see double digits here. Uh, I, yes. actually, <laughs> I actually don't think that uh, I'm really going to focus on uh, games with the points uh, this week, just because I'm in, I'm in good shape in a lot of my brackets. So I might just pick against, 
the way that my brackets have been picked. That way I can, you know, if I take some dogs that I don't have in my brackets, if they hit, then I could just make some money and kind of hedge a little bit in case Very smart. Uh, you know, they do win and the brackets uh, go south. Um, but I'm really hoping for the brackets because we got some good payouts on the table. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be just a good way to hedge against any kind of uh, unforeseen things like Duke losing or something like that. Like if I took Virginia Tech uh, outright, um, that would, you know, hedge against, since I have Duke winning mm-hmm. uh, in pretty much all the brackets, I think that would help Definitely. out. I think that's a, a very mature play, a very mature play by you to, uh, to hedge a little bit because you're looking at some serious profits, especially because you're doing well in the brackets. And that's something yeah. you definitely watch definitely. if you were also at home doing well. No need to chase. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So yes. I, don't, uh, I don't have too many other likes. There's a couple of games like gun to my head. Like I'm going to watch the Kentucky one, uh, see what PJ Washington does. Other than that, no, I don't really know if I like. Uh, here, Joe, let, like let me jump in and uh, let, let me give you my last like. And this is a kind Convince of a, me, dude. This is kind of a recent addition. Ready? So we have the number one defense in adjusted margin. They also are the number one defense in shot percentage. So that means they, they force teams to take bad shots. So that is Texas Tech. Now they're playing the number two defense. But Jarrett Culver of Texas Tech is actually number two in player of the year in NCAA voting right now. And um, depending on if he has a huge game here, going against the number two defense in all of the NCAA, I think Culver could kind of uh, separate himself a little bit and be that player of the year. I like Texas Tech in this one, um, mainly because of, you know, you got number one versus number two, but then he's the X factor on offense for Texas Tech. I really think they're going to get back to shooting the lights out like they were a little bit. I mean, they dropped 78 on Buffalo, who's a pretty good team. They also are only allowing an average of 54 points per game in the tournament so far. Uh, of course, that's skewed because they played, you know, a 6 and a 14. But I really think Michigan, they don't score a lot, and Jarrett Culver is the X factor. I, yeah, point, actually, like, uh, more importantly for me than, uh, you know, shooting, putting up 78 or, or whatever the number was on Buffalo is what they held them to. They mm-hmm. completely shut down their offense, and that's, I think they had the third highest uh, points per game in the country this year during the regular season. So that's yep. a really impressive defensive performance. Uh, I might want to look at uh, the – under in this as well. I think it's like 125. You got two dominant defenses going at it, um, with you know not too much, uh, not too much offensive star power on Michigan's side. In my opinion, I think Brad Dacus is fake news. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. He's I do like Culver though. I'm a big. We've been uh, big Red Raiders fans all year. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm look at the total, but Dean, you nailed it with Texas Tech, dude. I might let have me to just on that. Let me just get into some of these uh, defensive stats. There, uh, I miss. I, Misspoke earlier. They're number two in effective field goal percentage, 10th in turnovers forced, uh, 16th in three-point percentage allowed, second in two-point percentage allowed, and they don't really put people on the line. I think that this defense is otherworldly, and Michigan's offense is really their Achilles heel. And then you look at Texas Tech, and you you don't have that problem because Jared Culver is going to be a lottery pick. Yeah, that's true. So give me the Red Raiders all day. That wraps it up. I mean, I'm I'm going to be looking at the Red Raiders a little harder. I'll probably put something on that, make it maybe three or four plays. Mikey, do you have any other leans or, or likes or anything like that to wrap us up? Uh, I got really nothing except for the fact that uh, watch to see if P.J. Washington plays because as soon as he's yeah, uh, yeah. first in or out, I'm going to go. If he's in, I'm betting on Kentucky. If he's out, uh, I will not be betting on Kentucky. Yeah, definitely. And, and I didn't like it enough to make it a like, but – 
uh, Houston is a little bit disrespected. I mean, they have two guards that are pretty much really good. So, yeah, I'm going to be watching the P.J. Washington situation pretty closely, too. Um, you know, a little bit different than what you said, Mikey. If P.J. Washington doesn't play, might look to actually take um, Houston in a rare underdog spot. I mean, they are 33-3, and and they play in a pretty tough conference. Yeah, yeah. I, I could hear that That's such well. a toss-up for me. Good mm-hmm. thing I, you guys didn't make me pick any of this because I don't know about this one, dude. That's why I'm waiting on it. <laughs> but look, I, I think that does it for us here over at the Winning Ticket Podcast. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. Uh, we'll be putting out uh, probably one for the Final Four as well. Keep your eyes open. Uh, and one more thing, Mikey and Dean, I believe you guys got something for the audience. Um, yeah. yeah, I believe you should only, you know, it's only a gambling problem if you lose. Who we're uh, going with today. Yes, yeah, definitely. Something like that. And uh, Good luck, everybody. Tickets and have a great time.